Welcome to the super excellent, not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast. I'm Meredith. And I'm Abe. Abe, you're back. I'm back, but only temporarily. Yeah. And I guess the people might not have noticed you were gone. Um, that sounds bad. But I've noticed you were gone <laughs> because I've been without you, without my I'm sounding sorry. board and my person to vent to. And, you know, things are going a little crazy. But do do tell us. Your trip looked amazing. Yeah, it was. Um, so it was it was. It was good. It was a good trip. Met a lot okay. of great people on the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we got married and we found wives. Oh, um, wonderful. <laughs> now, I don't remember that in the Instagram. <laughs> I do not remember that. They, they live just outside of Tampa, about an hour north of Tampa. I love uh, it. <laughs> we just met a couple of uh, ladies that uh, were on an excursion with us and we just like really hit it off. Yeah. Um, so we took some silly uh, portraits on the on the ship, on oh, their you know fun. how they have the photographers yes. and they yeah 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 so yeah we just had a we had a blast with with them it was a, it was a lot of fun and it really helped pass the time, um, at um, Blarney Castle, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which we'll get to. So okay. we <laughs> oh man so <laughs> we get to London Airport, London mm-hmm. Ontario Airport. Um, it's an international airport. So we're on a commuter flight from London to Toronto, and it's about 44 minutes gate to gate, 20 minutes in the air. Uh, they barely have enough time to get you a glass of water or juice, right. and then they have to, like, you know, prepare the cabin for, for the, the descent. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 minutes in, we feel a little bit of a dip. Oh. Just the plane kind of dips, and it, it's normal, turbulence, uh-huh. right? And then all of a sudden, we turn 45 degrees. <gasps> <laughs> Now I'm not now I'm not great at math, but I did get the A and I did get the geometry awards. So 45 degrees does not seem like you know what you'd want to be doing. Was it 45 or was it 90? 90. Either 90. way, that, yeah, <laughs> it was 90. My yeah, because 45 <laughs> would be like that. No, this <laughs> was like this was yeah, this yeah. was 90. Um, we went sideways pretty much. Yeah. Oh my and uh, I'm pretty sure I, I I felt zero G's and we kind of floated out of out of the chair a little Ooh. bit out of the seat a little bit. Luckily, I had my seatbelt fastened so I didn't hit my head anywhere or anything like that. Yeah. But then keep in mind this is a small propeller airplane, right? Um, and so then it kind of goes the other direction and then it kind of goes the other direction oh and the, and it just kind of levels off eventually. No announcements, no nothing. Um, we finally land in Toronto and the flight attendant actually has the nerve to say, we hope you've enjoyed your flight today from London to Toronto. I'm like, no, I did not enjoy the flight. Thank you very much. I, you know, I, if I wanted a roller coaster, I'd go to Cedar Point. Yes. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I think you mean Six, six flags. flags. Yeah. You know, Cedar Point is, is in Sandusky, Ohio. So. Oh, okay. But yeah. So, so that was a... Do you think the pilot's like, okay, maybe if we don't say anything, they won't notice? <laughs> maybe the pilot maybe was no drunk. one noticed we did that. Or the pilot was <laughs> drunk. I mean, that's the Ooh. only thing I could think of because there's actually a very, uh, there's a stat where a large, I don't know if this is true or not, but but I'm, mm. I'm, I've heard okay. that uh, that happens more often than not. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. if I had to fly a plane, I'd drink. I'd need a drink beforehand. <laughs> Just putting it out there. If you see me flying a plane, I've I've had a couple of Crown and Cokes. Yeah. And now, of course, this is after we got rushed to board the plane mm-hmm. two hours before our actual flight. 
Oh my goodness. So uh, when we checked in, our flight was for 5.30. They checked us into, or they they moved us to the 3.30 flight um, because they said that the 5.30 was either going to be delayed or canceled. Right. We just got to the airport. Like you're you're rushing me onto a plane already. I'm I'm getting all frazzled and I don't like feeling frazzled. And (laughs) it's like, give give me your suitcase. Give me your passport. We got to get you on the flight. And I'm like, just let me breathe because I need to breathe. Yeah. Um, So it was just kind of chaotic. And then that whole flight thing happened. And yeah. Oh my goodness! What fun. a story! But, I I but, don't. Yeah. Ooh. And then that you had a fun. lot of. Tra- that was just the beginning. You weren't even out of the, the country. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not even in Toronto yet. Oh my goodness! But yeah, that was something. We get to London, um, Heathrow, no problems. Other than like a, we had to go around once because of traffic, which was mm-hmm. fine. We finally got on the plane and, uh, or we finally get on the land on the ground and and get off Kiss and. It. and yeah, pretty much. It's like I'm alive. <laughs> Yay. Um, but yeah, we landed about noon local time and we just kind of okay. walked around and, and kind of got our, our bearings. And by the time we got our suitcases two hours later, um, it honestly took us two hours to get our, our luggage oh, wow. from from the uh, flight. Heathrow, man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that airport. I, I've never had that trouble, but it's I haven't flown there since COVID. I mean, you're one to talk because Toronto kind of had that luggage problem um, where they lost everybody's luggage. So you're Which is you why it. I don't fly into or out of Toronto. <laughs> I'll go. fly into and out of London. Uh, and we placed air tags in our in our suitcases. I've seen a lot of people doing that. And they were actually yeah. there like watching it come through the building yeah. and stuff when we're waiting on our luggage. And I'm like, well, if their luggage is here... Mine's probably here. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Yeah. But London was cool. I mean, uh, we had pretty decent weather um, in London. So we were there three days before the cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to see Six, the musical, which was yes. a great show. Awesome. Yeah, they did a really good job. Um, got to meet up with Susanna Barrett. I wondered. Yay. Yeah. So that was a that was so much fun, and she's so tiny. Yes, I was gonna say, did you oh give my her goodness, a big hug she's and so just tiny. like I did. she disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. She was, uh, she was a blast. So it was really nice to get to see her and get to chat with her. And we also connected with Toby, um, who's a UK writer, uh, Toby oh, cool. S on the leaderboard. Okay. And we need to get him on the show because I'm sure that he'd be a great, uh, great guest. Awesome. Um, yeah. So Toby, if you're if you're listening to this, uh, we're gonna yeah, be you're coming, uh, coming to um, knocking. Yeah, yeah. You're, we're gonna be. Um, let's see. Let's set a date. Let's say August twentieth. Um, we'll do your interview. So am I back then? Yeah, I'm back then. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you said you're gonna be on a ride the nineteenth. That's that's all I'm registering. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we met up with him, and then oh, and I got to meet up with a former student of mine who's working oh. in London. Oh, so cool. we uh, we got together and had uh, had a couple of drinks nice. and uh, just got a chance to catch up. And we walked all like I think I, I did like 26,000 steps on one day because we oh, were walking goodness. everywhere and walked by Big Ben and, and saw the big eye and didn't go on it. And because I heard it was like boring. <laughs> did you know that Big Ben is actually the name of the bell? Yes, I did know that. Okay. Somebody in London told me that. Oh. So so. Darn prior it. prior to the trip, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. If that makes you feel better. Okay, good. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I can't remember what the actual tower is called. 
if you hadn't they told said, me that too. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They told me that too, but I can't remember now. So much information. Like y- you go on all these excursions through the through the ship uh, on the cruise, and and they're just like bombarding you with information, and then you get through the excursion, and you're like, what did they say? I can't remember anything now. So it just kind of right. Yeah. And here's the thing: is that you know they have so much more history. I mean, we have history, but a lot of it's not documented necessarily. Mm -hmm. So we can't go back that far. Like, I mean, yeah, you get over there and just gets overwhelming of, Oh, this wall's from 1200. What? Yeah. It's from 1200. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was fun. Um, we did a lot of castles. Uh, Dublin was, was nice. Belfast was great. Um, Cork was nice as well. We we had a lot of mm. great stops, and um, I got to kiss the Blarney Stone. I was gonna. I knew you were supposed to do something with the Blarney Stone, but I couldn't remember. And when you said that, I was like, "Do you wish on it? You kiss it." Okay. You kiss the Blarney Stone. Now, it's not as simple as one would think. You actually have to lay on your back and contort your body a little bit and kind of fall over an edge. And there's like a huge drop under you and you have to lean back and kiss it. Is this where I saw some people holding on to you? It was like you're doing yeah. a keg stand. Okay. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get a blood rush to the head and you're like, oh, I don't, yeah. do you trust the people picking you up? Well, they work for the... Do you ask how many people have you dropped on their head? <laughs> I didn't want to know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But right. Mary, I, I got to tell you, um, our last stop, we had a choice of going either to Paris or to Normandy. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a three-hour bus ride to get to Paris and then a three-hour bus ride to get back from Paris. In the amount of time we would have in the city, it wouldn't right. be worth it, in my opinion. So we decided to do Normandy instead. And we went to um, Juneau Beach. Okay. Which is wow. where the Canadians landed um, during World War II, during D-Day. That was probably the most memorable part of the trip for me. Yeah. Edinburgh, was Edinburgh Scotland was my favorite stop Normandy was my most memorable stop and just to be there and take all of that in and going to the Canadian museum that uh, that we've put up there and then afterwards they took us to the Canadian cemetery Mm. Um, like I don't I don't have family members who have served um, but walking through that cemetery and seeing the ages oh uh, you know 18 19 20 37 42 mm-hmm. and their names and messages from their loved ones and then what really broke my heart were the the tombstones that did not have names right um a soldier of the 1939 to 1945 war canadian regiment yeah like that That's... that that just touched me like it mm-hmm. So that was the most memorable part of the trip for me. Sorry to, not to bring things down, but it just, it was really, really mm. it, impactful for me. Yeah. And it really puts it in this perspective. I've never had a desire to serve, but I have always been very cognizant that because other people have and continue to do so, I have certain freedoms and I, you know, we live 
in the in the country we live in, um, because people uh, did go and fight and go far from mm-hmm. home and die. You know, it's not yeah. just that they went and fought and came back, um, but they really put their life on the line. Yeah, for us, for the future, for freedom, for other people that they never met, Absolutely. and that is impactful. And it's something that you know we should think about more often than just Memorial Day or veterans day or for us for Remembrance the day for us yeah which is november 11th yeah. right yeah. um because people still do it today and, and we don't even we don't even know mm-hmm. we just we take it for granted sometimes yeah. i think wow so, yeah i'm so, almost yeah. crying but i'm trying not to i'm sorry that, i'm no. sorry i didn't i didn't mean, so let's talk about edinburgh because edinburgh was spectacular <laughs> Yeah. Glasgow was gorgeous. Glasgow, I really like Glasgow, but Edinburgh was really special because we actually had we had a private tour guide that Ooh. gave us a private tour of the city. Could that's you understand the, a word they said? Yes, that's oh. just the fancy way of saying we actually met somebody on a cruise five years ago who oh lived in Edinburgh and we <laughs> kept in touch with and then reconnected while we were there. So that was really Aww. cool. But you yeah. didn't see Nessie because I, I saw your picture and there was no Nessie. There was no Nessie, but Buck helped me find Nessie. Oh, okay, good. Buck yeah. did. <laughs> did you not see him? He, he drew a little thing. Oh, on my I did see that. <laughs> I did see. <laughs> I, I, I think you better stick to coaching than drawing. But yes, I did see that. <laughs> Sorry, Buck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it, it was a good trip. Happy to be back. Happy to be sleeping in my own bed for a little only bit. Only to be only yeah. to be leaving again on Friday. <laughs> you know what? I love it. You're you're packing it in while you can. You know, and you're making memories. And yeah, that was an amazing trip. That's I I've not been to Ireland. I've been to Wales and I've been to England. But I would love to go to Scotland, especially and uh, you know, land of Harry yeah. Potter and Hogwarts. So. Sorry, where's that? <laughs> I'll have you know, I have mm-hmm. a friend and his wife mm-hmm. who went another yeah. echelon writer, Shrek, mm-hmm. who went to the Harry Potter experience in New York. Okay. And they they FaceTimed me from it and they sent me stuff from it. It was very sweet because they didn't need to do that. But apparently because I talk about it so darn much, they were like, right. she needs something. Didn't I send you a picture of us standing in front of the theater in London? Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't, go, didn't in. go in. We just exactly. walked right by. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you did get to see Six, which is on my list. Yeah. It's a, it's a great show. It's a yeah. really good show. Yeah. Speaking right. of good shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Before we do that, <laughs> Meredith. I thought you forgot. Yeah, I've got I've got my my reminder right here as as you take a sip out of this coffee <laughs> try not to spit it out. Okay. So I made a joke to to I don't know if I put this on Facebook or just to some of my friends in a group. I can't remember. But I talked like just a couple weeks ago I was like, you know, sometimes I feel like I just I'm waiting on my order at Starbucks and I want to just go steal all the mobile orders because what are they going to do? They never spell my name right on my coffee cup, so they'll never find me, right? Because it said, like, Merida or something. So I'm like, they'll just be looking for uh, Merida stole all the coffees, and I'll be long gone. So today I go and, listen, I double fist. (laughs) I usually get two drinks at a time, and I put one in the fridge for later. 
Um, and I drink on them all day. So I had my strawberry acai um, or however you say that um, with extra strawberries in it. And then I got a, like a brown sugar oat milk espresso thing. So I go in and it's not ready yet. So I'm sitting there and they say Meredith and I look up and there's my pink drink and next to it's a coffee drink. And I look at the pink drink and it says Meredith. And so I grab the pink drink and the coffee drink and I go out the door. And then I get home and I see that one of my cups says Meredith and the other one says Laura. (laughs) My name's not Laura. And I did this on a mobile app. So I know it's supposed to be, they should both say Meredith on them. Um, It's a light ice, blonde espresso, double cinnamon powder. It's good, (laughs) but it's not mine. So I literally stole someone else's drink from the mobile thing. You thief. I called him. Jacuz. <laughs> they, they said they'd already made another one and not to worry about it. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, I felt. Well, I'm pretty sure they didn't want you to return it. Well, no. Although I haven't taken a drink out of it yet because I've been drinking my strawberry one first because that's the mm. one I wanted first. Right. Because um, I, I know I needed this to get through a podcast with you. I mean. Um... Hey, now. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> off, I was gonna say off camera, off, off podcast. I've been telling Abe how much I missed him and how I couldn't wait to see him again. And then here I'm like, "You make me drink." <laughs> if that's what if that's what you're drinking because yeah. of me, I think we're yeah. okay. Yeah, we're okay. Well, it made me steal. You drove me to steal somebody else's drink. Um. Okay. Oh well. I'm pretty sure that yeah. I did not do that. But okay. <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah we've uh, had a bit of fun and um yeah we are gonna have some more fun with this interview yeah let's let's just get right into it it because (laughs) uh this guest is fantastic we're just here to have some fun let our faces feel the morning sun gonna laugh and put on itself too seriously take a ride with a band. man on a bike that goes nowhere if it's pretty clear to you won't you be less serious too take a ride with a band on a bike that goes Welcome to the super excellent, not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast. Our guest today is a resilient rookie podcaster with an unwavering spirit. At 50 years young, he's a devoted single dad who adores psychology, baseball, relishing red wine, and immersing himself in the enthralling world of blue bloods. Recently, however, life dealt him a challenging hand as he received a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. But rather than succumbing to sorrow, he fearlessly faces this new frontier, using his platform to share his journey with heartfelt honesty. This new but mighty podcaster inspires listeners with his resilience, proving that even in the face of adversity, the human spirit can soar and find solace in sharing stories of strength. Please welcome Colm Sutherland, or Cyclepath. Hello, welcome. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that introduction, like... 
Is it, do you want a copy I, of it? Is it not poetry? I read that. He's like, how does this sound? And I'm like, better than anything I've ever written in my entire life. Oh, but, I don't know. Uh, I heard your, your intro for I, Bikini. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. That that was really good. It's sports, though. It had sports in it. It was so good. Um, yes, I will say that myself. But no, it was beautiful and well-deserved. Thank you. I, I, this episode has peaked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We haven't even got to the hard-hitting questions yet. Okay, we're um, done. Thank you very much. Uh, have a good night. <laughs> I'm going to start in a weird place because usually we start about your fitness journey and we will get to that. But your name is one of my favorite leaderboard names. Is it the interest in psychology? Is it, you know, cycle? I mean, what, how, how exactly did you come up with that? It's clever and I love it and it always makes me smile. But do we need to be worried? <laughs> do, do you have an axe? <laughs> And are you going to members weekend? Yes. (laughs) I have an axe. Yes. Oh, okay. Not going to members weekend. So you're good there. Uh, I I, I, I was hoping you wouldn't ask this because it's just going to disappoint you. I Googled funny spin bike nicknames. Oh, I love that. So clever. That's smart. Um, that's that. I mean, I've been known to do that when someone's like, what should I name my dog? And I'm like, cute golden retriever names. Or, yeah, so I'm I'm all about a shortcut. I mean, that we, just shows your intelligence. Can we go back to the axe? <laughs> I mean, he's got to cut wood. You guys have nothing but snow up there. So he's got to, like, build a fire, right? I've actually, I think I've used it more to, to break through ice when it's Built up on the uh, sidewalk, but oh, that's that's that, that, okay. That's that's a, a good use of an axe. True story. I got I got to share this. Totally irrelevant to our discussion, but uh, oh, I was dude. in I was in New York City, uh, okay. going back late eighties, and uh, I went into a convenience store, and, and the convenience store uh, uh, employee noticed a car was from Ontario, and, and said, uh, "So you're from uh, Canada?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, uh, I "Got a question for you?" I said, yeah. Goes, what do you guys do with your igloos in the summer? I said, we we cut them up into big giant blocks of ice and we store them mm-hmm. in our freezers. Oh my goodness! <laughs> do you know it does surprise me though. In high school, we we went to like a um, oh it was a nerdy student thing. It was student safety program. It was just it was really nerdy, but I was big way I was into it. And we met in San Antonio, Texas, with people from all fifty states, teenagers. And they seriously asked if we got um, arrows in our houses from the Native Americans. Wow. I was like, well, you're looking at a part Native American. And no, <laughs> we don't. I, I don't know. It's, it's like somebody watched too much Lone Ranger or something and didn't realize <laughs> times have moved on. I don't know. So let's learn more about your journey to Echelon and why you ended up needing to find that brilliant leaderboard name. Uh, this all goes back to COVID. I think mm. I've heard it. I've heard that from a few people. Yeah. yeah. Um, not going to the gym anymore at that time. I was doing power yoga with Asana Rebel, which is a great app. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't providing enough. I needed something else, and I suggest I asked a friend about. We were just talking about it, and he goes, "I bought this bike at Costco." Mm-hmm. 
he has really good taste. He is a really nice road bike. I was like, I'll trust you on this. He didn't mention anything about any community or Facebook <laughs> groups or anything like that. He just goes, it's a good quality bike. You'll get your cardio in. And at that time, I'm like, cool, I'll use it two or three times a week. Perfect. Let's go. So wow. bought the bike, mm-hmm. learned about the, then I saw the community and then, then I Look for the cool leaderboarding. Yeah. So <laughs> does that friend, is he involved in the community too? Or does he really just use it as an exercise bike and doesn't care? He's in the community a little bit. He mm-hmm. he hasn't engaged. It's, it's not his okay. thing. So he's on the bike once in a while and he much prefers to be outdoors. Okay. Fair enough. We have a lot of those halftime people, I think, that like to those crazy people that like to ride outside. What's that like? Here in Oklahoma, you'd get run over by a pickup. A I was just going to say, have you seen the drivers in London, Ontario? Yeah, actually. Yeah, yes. I guess you would have. Literally, yeah. I have. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? I mean, I, I live near San Francisco, and people bike there all the time, and in Sausalito on those hills and stuff. And I mean, that to me would be the scariest thing in the world. And the where the roads are narrow, and you're right on the edge of a cliff, and they do it all the time. So where there's a will, there's a way. I I love both. It, yeah. I outdoor cycling and the spin bike is different. Spin bikes yeah. are workout. Yeah. Outdoor cycling is getting outside and. There's still a workout involved, but it's, it, it's a different feel. And I also don't have anyone telling me what to do outside. Right. <laughs> I was going to say that I've heard that um, biking outside is harder than biking on a spin bike. Well, Would you agree? It, I, if you're going uphill, because you, you actually have to pull your weight. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder for me outside. Um, I can probably go faster on the indoor bike. But I don't know. What do you think, Colin? It's it's different. It, my heart rate outside is not maximum heart rate for fifty percent of a forty-five minute ride, like it was this morning with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam's insane. So Sam is insane in the best way. I think I've literally told her that. Um, but you know, I feel the same about the stride. I walk, I do inclines. I'm not doing any of that when I walk outside, but sometimes I still need to walk outside because I need the fresh air. I need to see some scenery. Um, Sometimes it's nice to just stroll without, you know, someone telling you to put your incline up to 12. So Mm -hmm. best of both worlds. So a quick, funny story about this. I was doing a ride in May outdoors. It was Mm -hmm. 70 kilometers 44 miles. I looked it up for you today. Thank you. <laughs> we were about an hour into it. And I looked at my friend. I'm like, do we do any out of the saddle work during this ride? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why people think our cult is weird. You can't say things like that to people. Yeah, they're not going to get it. <laughs> no. It's like Danny said, sometimes she'll be out with friends. She just said this in a walk class yesterday. So sometimes she'll be out with friends and she'll hear a song that she teaches to a lot. And she'll be like, and the beat's going to drop in four, three, two. And her friends are like, could you, could you stop? (laughs) I think that's a great skill to have. It's like a magic trick. So 
you got to, to Echelon. Had you, so had you only ridden outdoors before or were you big into hiking? Were you involved in any sports as a kid? Were you athletic or is this all kind of new? I don't think I'd ever call myself athletic. I've always gone to the gym, mm -hmm. played baseball as a kid, loved baseball, played rugby. Ooh. So you've been in a scrum. No, I'm I'm not big enough. I was I was outside. I'm the fast guy. Oh. <laughs> well, I was giving you a lot of credit. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love rugby. I still do. I wish it was more popular in Canada, but it's it's just a fun sport. It just Did looks you do so the violent. UK ride where they had the rugby player ride with them? No. I'll look I, it up and find it for you. But yeah, one of the UK, um, yeah, they had a rugby. I, I should know his name, but I can't remember it. So it looks really violent. But when you're playing, you have no gear on. So when you're hitting someone, a lot of times it hurts you as much as it hurts them. So you, you might ease up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll still pass. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't play anymore. <laughs> I've seen you know? the Friends episode where Ross plays rugby to impress Emily, and I'm out. Here's, here's the problem. Once once we you know cross that 50 hump, um, injuries become permanent injuries. I was going to leave the 50 alone. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, sometimes what happens too when you get to that 40s and 50s and 60s is those injuries you got when you were 20 come back. Just yep. a little heads up. Yeah. yeah. You're like, and oh, nobody man. advised us to, to get the extended warranty. Right. Man, that's and it's what they're too late calling to get us about. We just won't take the calls anymore. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have to talk about um your podcast. Okay. And yeah, I, I love it. I listen to it. Um we've got two episodes, right? I didn't miss one, right? Two so far. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing it bi weekly to start. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. That's what we do. Um but I think a great thing about the Echelon community is so you came to this community and it's not only a community that supports you on the bike or on the stride or on the row, but you actually got a diagnosis and then you come into this community and there are other people who can support you in that. And it has nothing to do with Echelon. It's just making friends. So tell us about that. Don't make me cry on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> they can't making, see you. I'm always making the Canadians cry. But did did you get the? Maybe I'll go very factual. When were you diagnosed? Was it pre or post echelon? So officially diagnosed in January. Okay. I've been under investigation since January 2019. It's one of those four, you have to... For multiple sclerosis, not for right. anything else. <laughs> <laughs> the what? What's that Canadian Mountie doing in your doorway? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's there, on a horse in the house. That's there, weird. <laughs> there's no unsolved axe murders anywhere in the areas where I live. Well, you do have an axe. So, I, I mean... <laughs> you do I have know. an axe. Um, so, it took so, that yeah. long? Like, it, like three years? Oh. No, 40 years. You got to rule other stuff out, right? Like, there's a lot of different things. 
So in December 2018, woke up in the morning, couldn't feel the right side of my face or felt tingly numb. Sent me, booked an MRI, which was February, found lesions on the brain, booked another MRI, except they used the dye, so I looked like a light bright, apparently. There were still lesions. Uh, But at that time, the only symptom I had was the loss of feeling in my face. That came back two months later. And... I've always had fatigue, so is that multiple sclerosis? Is that something else? Right. Who knows? And that was it. Like everything else, once the feeling came back in my face, I was fine, or as fine as I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And that, then it was just blood tests. There was one uh, visual test I had to do. And then we were just doing MRIs every year, and nothing had changed. And one of the neurologists that I had had said, if nothing changes, it's benign, go live your life and everything's good. November, 2022 had an MRI, January went to see him and uh, two new lesions had formed. They are on my spine, which is a much higher risk of disability if they're on your spine. So that's why he strongly encouraged treatment. Yeah. So that, that's a hard thing to face because it's just your body betraying you, really. It's not something you did. It's not something you can prevent. Um, so did you were you optimistic that, OK, nope, I'm just going to ignore it. Did you kind of ostrich put your head in the sand and like, I'm not going to worry about it till I have to worry about it? Or were you kind of preparing? Oh, I wish I, I wish I could just ignore it until I have to deal with it. Um, some days are really good. Mm -hmm. Some days I'm on the couch going, what the heck? Um, so last July is when you had spin diva on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I happened to listen to it. She brought up that her husband had multiple sclerosis. Uh, fast forward to October, November, uh, my fatigue was really, really strong. I was really, really struggling. So I sent her a text or on Instagram going, can I ask you a personal question? You were on the podcast. You said this, she agreed to it, obviously based on what's mm-hmm. happened. Um, and I was like, how the bleep and bleep does he put up with the fatigue? Cause right. Right. Uh, not, there's no real answer for it. You just deal with it, but uh, it's not very fun. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. It helps to know it's sad because you don't want anyone else to be in the same boat, <laughs> but it is, it, it almost has like the fatigue is validated, you know, and she says, sorry, you know, this is, yeah. this is what you can do, you know, maximize your, your energy and, and try not to like overdo it, obviously. Um But yeah, having her, of course, she's wonderful. She's absolutely, I mean, you couldn't have reached out to a better person who would have been more receptive and willing to give of herself. Um, So that's what I mean. This community is more than just a bike. It can literally be a support group for all sorts of things. I was, I I don't know who I was saying this to, but I just think we Mm -hmm. should all just buy a town that splits in the U.S. and Canada and we just all move there. Because, mm-hmm. Everybody I've met so far, whether it's virtual or in person 
through Echelon has been supportive, positive, like just, I, I, I can't get over how incredible people are. I just can't. It yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. And I don't, I've tried to figure out, I'm not, I'm sure there are wonderful people in other communities and other brands, but there's something about the way we come together on Facebook and things that is just, it's, it's set by the people who were there before us. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just, you see it modeled positivity and the instructors do it too. And, you know, it's not that we're better than other people, but there just seems to be something that draws the niceness out of us because <laughs> we all we all can be bitter but we tend to you know I mean we might complain about something and then people even will try to lift you up and support you in that like if your your app crashes during a ride they're like oh I totally get that that sucks you know they're not just like well too bad for you or mm-hmm. you know or, or just say nothing um, but I agree. Um, I keep looking on Zillow at all these big, like compound things, like big houses. And I'm like, look, this one, you know, has this huge gym, put, like 30 bikes in there. So I'm, I'm all in, but we have a problem because some of the people really want to be like on a beach and sunny and hot places. And some of us want seasons and nobody wants Canada. I've tried. I'm sorry. Maybe the Canadians do, but the Americans do not. <laughs> Too much Nobody, snow. What, what are we, the ugly stepsister? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if we were all, if I won enough, and so I made us all independently wealthy, and so we didn't have to get out in the snow, or we could hire people to shovel the snow, or we could just assign the Canadians to shovel the snow, then I think we'd be okay with it. So it's not that you don't want Canada. You just don't want the snow. Oh, yeah. It's all about the snow. No, nothing wrong. We all love Canada. I haven't heard okay. anyone say a bad thing about it. Sorry. You know, nobody Did I give the implication or, we or hate? Skate or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just starting a war over here. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what <laughs> rides and things do you... I'm getting off the topic because I've already... A little bit. Put my foot in it. <laughs> what, what rides are your favorite? The ones that support Canada. <laughs> right. Call them. Sometimes it, the best is, is to just kind of sit back and just let, it, let Meredith speak. <laughs> Listen. It's been fun what so far. You, what are your feelings on, on uh, ketchup on eggs and mm. poutine? Ketchup on eggs is a hard no for me. Okay. God, I'm so outnumbered here. Yeah. And poutine, if you put brisket on it, what happens to it? I'm going to give you the boring answer. I, I won't eat poutine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Now you two talk amongst yourselves and see who's getting kicked out of the country. <laughs> And why won't you eat poutine? <laughs> exactly. Because my system goes, what the heck is this? And the next morning is just not very fun. Uh, yeah. gotcha. Actually, what it's if- interesting because mm-hmm. I, I love, love fried foods. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember um, three or four years ago, we were, we were out um, and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to get a bunch of appetizers for my meal. And I got onion rings and I got, you know, everything that was fried that you could think, mozzarella mm-hmm. sticks and every, you know, everything. 
the next day, I was like, don't ever let me do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Your system said, F you, you're too old for this. Yeah. I was like, I will note that I didn't say I didn't like it. Fair. Right? Absolutely. You said you don't need it. (laughs) I just, nope. Now, with, you know, um, you've, you've been a very, very big uh, fundraiser. You've, you've mm-hmm. done a couple of events where you've um, raised some funds for, for MS. Um, tell us about that a little bit. So I'm not a big fundraiser. This, this year happened by accident a little bit. So a friend of mine asked me to ride in the Ride for Chio, which is the local children's hospital. Mm-hmm. I said, absolutely. It, it's the 70 kilometer one and it sounds like fun. So signed up for that, started fundraising for that. And then of course, Facebook little pop-ups have their way of getting in the way and go, Hey, uh, 50 kilometer for MS. I felt sort of obligated. <laughs> I was like, I'm not and those I'm algorithms. Not, yeah. I know Zuckerberg is like, "Hey, dude, why aren't you doing this?" And I'm Slacker. not. A, I'm not a runner at all. It's mm-hmm. not my legs don't like it. My IT band does not like it. Uh, but I, I was like 50 kilometers over the course of a month. I can do it. 33 miles, by the way. Um, Thank you. Once again, this is the most courteous guest we've ever had. <laughs> Just putting it out there, Canadians. So yeah, I signed up, and like I said, one one of the things about doing it and having the condition I have is I know I there's a higher likelihood that I'm not going to be able to do this one day. Right. So I can do it. It was a good challenge for myself. It was a really good challenge for myself, especially with that bike ride mixed in. Yeah. Uh, I, I should have thought about that a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie. Sometimes it's best not to think and just do. In this case, it probably wouldn't have been better to think. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if Rin is listening, she is the reason I made it through because I lived off of mobility Wide stretching and hamstring stretching, and they are on my favorites. And I don't know how many times I've watched them. Like, I don't need to listen to her anymore. I just wait for her to tell me to switch. Right. <laughs> Have you gotten to the point where you can actually say the words with Rin? Uh, the melting like butter, um, the one where they had butter but no bread, but her fiance used waffles. I can pretty much do that story. <laughs> so yeah, because yeah. I'm like that with uh, with um, the warm up rides or the warm up uh, yeah. stretches. Yeah, I just say it with with. Uh, I usually do Jama's five minute warm um, uh, pre pre class stretch, and I usually like the first three minutes. I'm right there <laughs> yeah. on yeah. the beat. <laughs> I am like that with Harry Potter. You just cannot have one podcast where Harry Potter is not mentioned. That was a sharp right turn. You signed up for this, Abe. Colm, do you like Harry Potter? You signed on the dotted line. I don't dislike it. It's sort of like poutine. I just don't do it. Okay. (laughs) 
I know math. Abe doesn't sports. You don't Harry Potter. Okay. I have a reason though. What's so I, I used to manage Future Shop, Best Buy, mm-hmm. and the home theater room had Harry Potter going a zillion hours a day with that sporting event indoors with that little buzzing sound that went everywhere. Quidditch so, and the Golden Snitch. That's it. <laughs> so after listening to that for, you know, nine hours a day, seven days a week for Sounds however like long. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just i I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. I just won't go out of my way to watch it. Sorry, Mer. We're working on it. Or reference it every <laughs> podcast. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Meredith. Yeah, yeah. Guilty, guilty. Okay, let's take another sharp right then and talk about sports. Abe's favorite thing. Yay! <laughs> so you like baseball, and you're a big Toronto Blue Jays fan. I'm guessing. I am. Okay. I say that quietly at the moment. Look at the way they're playing, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> and don't think, by the way, I did not notice the little Detroit Red Wings uh, poster there on, on your wall. Yeah, I'm an avid, loyal Red Wings fan forever. Wait so. a second. Is hey, that allowed? I sportsed I sportsed it again. You did. This is the second podcast in a row. Wow. <laughs> So, so how does that work being a Canadian and a Detroit fan? What what happened there? Oh, that happens a lot up here. We have a oh. lot of fans, a lot of uh, Canadians that like the Detroit that Red seems Wings. Seems disloyal. That seems like the prime minister. Well, should I mean, work most of them. Now, I don't, I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like a lot of players are Canadian anyway. So, well, the, the two that brought me into loving Detroit were Iserman and Probert, and they're both Canadian. Okay, well, right. it's allowed so. then. It it's like when I rooted for um, oh, who did I root for for a season because they had Tatum Bell. But anyway, uh, like the college players, um, OSU is my team, uh, Oklahoma, not Ohio State, um, Oklahoma State. And so, like we've had players go to professional teams, and even though I'm a Patriots fan, I will sometimes root for other teams to win because they have an OSU player on them. So I get it. If we were going by nationalities of players, there's only one Canadian on the Blue Jays at this point in time. So, oh, okay, interesting. I, I think I got that right. <laughs> oh, someone will I, write I in. I wouldn't and tell be able us. to argue one way or another, so we'll just say that that's right. Okay. There's not a lot that I'm confident in. Are you able to go to games very often, or is that just you just watch it from home? Most of the time from home, it's a nice four and a half hour jaunt up to Toronto. Uh, I will be there in a few weeks for a few games. I I get there every summer. um, And I last year I went to Chicago to see them play and to Milwaukee to see them play as well. So Wrigley Field or the White Sox? I did both. Oh, oh, look at that. Yeah. Abe's just nodding. Yeah. <laughs> you and Island Girl would get along so well. Oh, I know. Oh, we've talked. Okay. <laughs> okay. And actually, her last set of photos, she was driving me nuts uh, because I was supposed to go to the exact same series she was at, and it, oh. and it was killing me. Yeah, FOMO. Uh, yeah, I was just, yeah. But yeah. what can you do? So when you're there... 
because you don't eat poutine. Do you eat any of the stadium food or do you just say, no, my body's not going to do that? Sometimes you don't have a choice because ball's not short, right? You're there for three or four right. hours and sometimes you go early. So you do the best you can. Yeah. So I, it's not that I don't eat unhealthy food sometimes. It's just I've trained my body to almost too well that when it gets it, it reminds me of why I don't eat it. So It's like, yeah, like you're a machine <laughs> and your body's going, wait a second. So I did read that you were trying, I think was it in May, you were trying intermittent fasting and you were just seeing if that had any effect on uh, how you felt. Yeah, I did do that. Uh, you must have got that from the blog because I don't know where else oh. you would have got it from. I do some stalking. I mean that I I do I have Meredith. Your, I've read your blog. <laughs> we call it investigative reporting. Oh, oh sorry. Not stalking. I already he knew has he an, had axe. an axe. I saw it when I was there. Stalking is a compliment. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've watched Dateline. I don't think it is, but okay. Oh my know. goodness! I've never been stalked. I don't think. Oh okay. <laughs> that you know of a exactly. gun stalker doesn't tell you except for i just talked about the blog <laughs> so this goes back to an earlier and i'll sort of tie it together you would mm. ask what happened when i got the diagnosis so right. i had to get some form of control because to your point earlier multiple sclerosis is not really controllable it's like here you go um and then we really don't know how every individual is going to react and, and how that path is. So my conversation with my neurologist and I think it's his assistant was what can I do? And they both said, the number one thing you can do is be healthy. I said, okay, okay. cool. Yep. I'm like, this is what I do. <laughs> what should I be doing? So I'm like, what's the best exercise to do? They went cycling. I went check next. <laughs> Right. <laughs> We're good on that one. Yeah. Um, and then weight training, balance and core work. So thank you, FitFast. Yes. And yeah. then the next part was nutrition, and they said Mediterranean diet. Um, oh, right. Yeah, so that's good. I've heard lots about it. Mm -hmm. Turns out I follow a lot of it anyway. So there were some small adjustments. But what happened is I started listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. Lots of podcasts, and then intermittent fasting came up. I'd say in general, it's pretty positive that it's healthy for you. So I'm like, I can do that for a month. So I did the 16-8. So 16 hours not eating, 8 hours of eating. Got used to it really quickly, which really surprised me because up until that point, when I got up in the morning, I ate and I ate a lot. So okay. I was a little bit surprised that I could do it as well as yeah. I did. Uh, weight came off like that, which was not the intention. Like, that's not why I did it. <laughs> I was right. like, I want to be healthier. Um, so I, I had to have adjusted because I, I, I'm going to be the size of an axe if I keep doing it. Right. So I've learned a little bit more about it. And when I say learned a bit about from what I can from podcasts, mm -hmm. fasting 12 hours doesn't seem to have any negative side effects on anyone. 
it seems to be general consensus that 12 hours of not eating is not going to hurt anyone. Right. So, and that one's pretty easy. It's don't eat two hours before bedtime. Don't eat two hours until two hours after you get up. You sleep for eight, hopefully that's 12 hours. It's pretty easy to follow 99% of the time. Unless you do, unless you do a crazy Saturday night. Um, (laughs) What I've adjusted to basically is I don't eat two hours before bedtime. My sleep has improved dramatically. So if I'm sleeping better and I feel better and my weight is managed pretty consistently, why wouldn't I do it? Yeah, that's interesting. I like, you you seem like you're very analytical and like you want to to have some evidence to back up why you do something, not just, and, and I just think that's so smart because I know just from listening to you that you obviously don't just listen to any podcast. You're probably looking at where they're getting their information, what their credentials are, that sort of stuff. And that's just very important because people are always looking for a lifeline or a quick fix or, you know, oh, if I take this shark fin, I'm going to be cured or something. And it's just, unfortunately, that's just not how it is. One of the best lines I've heard for fitness, health, eating, all of it is, do something small tomorrow or commit to something small tomorrow that you know that you can commit to the rest of your life without a problem oh, and yeah. start and start there. So the easiest example I can come up with is starting tomorrow. Don't eat two hours before you go to bed. Right. Anybody can do it if yeah. you want to. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen it time and time again. Um, I think a lot of us have tried just completely changing our whole personality. <laughs> like tomorrow I'm going to wake up and love salads. And, you know, it's just, it doesn't work. You can white knuckle it for a while. You can lose weight for a while. But like you said, if you can't commit to it long term, um, or if you're miserable the entire time and making everyone else miserable, that's just, what's the point? And I think there's a lot of evidence showing that small changes over you know long time and then once you've got something good then add something else in um so yeah i like that approach and there's a lot of evidence that the yo-yoing is worse yeah so no i I listen to a lot of different podcasts and it's weird my focus changed from being healthy for multiple sclerosis to longevity and wanting to live like i've created this vision for myself that in the last two years of my life, I'm going to be able to walk through an airport, take the stairs instead of the escalator. And if I have a grandkid, I'll be able to carry them. Like that's yeah. sort of my goal. It's not about anything else. It's not, I mean, the vanity reasons are nice too, but sure. I, I don't care how long I live. I just want quality life. And to do that, health is super important and eating is, uh, I don't know. I, I think you need both. I won't say one's more important, but. Right. I I heard something else good too. Um, that was, you know, if you think, oh, I can't, I've got to do it all perfect right away. Got to make these big changes. You know, what would 80 year old you rather you do? Would she or he um, rather you just say, well, I can't do 30 minutes of exercise. I can only do 10. So I'm going to just sit on the couch instead. No, 80 year old you is going to wish you just walk that 10 minutes. Just do something. Keep going. And uh, I really like that, that idea too, of thinking about older me 
you know, tell me well, to get up. <laughs> one of the things I've heard, and I've heard it several times now, so it has a little bit more credibility because it's coming mm-hmm. from different sources. One of the number one leading causes of death is people falling down. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, uh, not, as, it's, it's not the falling yeah. that hurts them. It's they get in the hospital, they get other disease problems and then they die but uh and that's locations from a fall yeah yep that's that's the thing that's gonna put you keep you from living at home i I mean i've I've, unfortunately as a nurse i've seen it a lot um because i work with mostly a geriatric population you know a fall you can be so independent and at home and then you might never go home again i mean you might be in a nursing home that's what happened with my aunt. Um, she was 87 yeah. and she had a fall on her balcony, uh, fractured her hip, um, had to have surgery. Ha- now is in long-term care. Yeah. And that's just, yeah. it, it, it and just has had multiple falls common. since. So yeah. there's no way that she could be independent at this point. So one of the recommendations and I've taken it to heart is strength training. Because after we hit a certain age, mm-hmm. your strength goes down every year if you're not doing anything about it. And the only thing that really can help you with the falling part of it is maintaining your strength as, as we go forward. So. All that core yeah. workout. Absolutely. Yeah, strong yeah. core. Yeah. Well, and our instructors talk, I mean, Amber talks about that. You know, we want to we wanna move. We want to, you know, just mobility. I love that they have those mobility workouts because and I love that Jamie used to talk about you know functional strength and being able to like lift the bag of dog food and and that sort of stuff that you know we want to keep doing like you said vanity's great we all want to you know look great but I just I want to be able to be independent as long as I can yeah so what I'm hearing is that I need to get a dog a dog well, yeah, to, for to dog be food. able to live for the dog food, right? So that'll get me in using FitPass more. Is, is that what you're saying? I did not follow that train of thought at all. You are I was not still, alone. I was back at the station getting a candy bar. Like, what? The train and there left? goes the train. <laughs> Choo-choo. All right. How did you go there? Well, wow. <laughs> I've, I've, okay, so I'm not allowed to have a dog okay. because we're never home long. Like we're we're gone for long periods of time in the summer. So mm-hmm. and and I get it. It's it's not fair to the dog. So the ongoing thing is is trying to convince Joseph to get a dog, and that just is not happening. So take the dog with you. Get one of those traveling pooches. I'm not sure that they would do well on cruise ships, and I'm not sure they'd be allowed on cruise ships. So I have a solution. Oh, oh, go on. Buy a big dag- bag of dog food and just lift it every day. There you go. <sighs> okay, where's my mute button for you? Uh, can we mute him? <laughs> no the goal is to guest. get a dog. That's the goal. Hey, I don't care about the dog food. <laughs> I've got two. I can bring you up one and just leave it and just be like, it found us. It claimed us. <laughs> I'm not sure that would work, but okay, we can try. No, I'm not sure I can give give away wow. one of my dogs. Yeah. Now, do you find that, um, just go, trying to go back to the whole uh, topic here. Uh, which was? Yeah, which <laughs> <one>? <laughs> uh, You know, 
exercise and, and okay. your, your MS diagnosis. Okay. And do you find that you, you have a longer recovery having been diagnosed with MS? Oh boy. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. So what fatigue's probably my biggest challenge. The second biggest challenge I'm having right now, because it's early on in my diagnosis is something happens. I'm like, so is that MS or am I being normal? Right. <laughs> like, right. What the heck is causing this? And, or, and there's another part of me that goes, I don't want to be the MS guy. Right. But at the same time, like in, in terms of my podcast, it's like I, I'm trying to help others. So mm-hmm. I sort of do want to be the MS guy, but I don't want to be the MS guy. So I, I've had, I don't know about recovery because I'm also getting older and it just takes longer to heal. Um, I would say the only, the, the three things that I've encountered in terms of exercise, uh, I've had a little bit of vertigo on the bike sometimes mm. where I need to pull back. Overheating, I've had a little bit and I've been told that that happens in MS patients. Again, on that one, I don't know which, I, who knows, I might just be, might just be Sam killing me. I'm not sure. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> or as Abe talked about the dreaded manopause, apparently. Andropause. Andropause is what it's called. So it could be that okay. too. It could be that too. And, and sometimes I, with fatigue, I, I can't go as hard as I want to. Yeah. Which yeah. in some cases is probably good. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't need anybody calling you out for working too hard. Yeah. Well, no. that's why I'm enjoying the HRZ rep classes. So. Yeah, those are really good. And that's good for anyone who just has a problem with overdoing it in any regard. You know, some, some, some of us like me are a little lazy um, and willing to, to take a break on the bike and others are like, I'm going to go the entire time. And so at least if the goal is to keep the heart rate zone in a certain zone, for lack of a different word, um, you know, then it, you're still meeting the goal and you're happy and you can feel proud and you're actually doing something different besides just going hard. The entire they time. are super good for you. I've done a little bit of reading on it and that mm-hmm. heart rate zone training. What the instructors are saying is true. It is super good for you. I will admit though, I have to do it on demand because if I'm doing it live and someone passes me, then I'll just say screw it to the heart rate zone and go. Yep. <laughs> See, I, I, I get I'm, that. I understand. I'm glad that. you said that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because one of the things that, that I've started doing and it actually started it today, um, I've decided that when I ride the endurance rides, I'm going to stay in the moderate and the challenging zones only. And I'm not going to go what I perceive to be challenging. I'm yeah. going to try to ride those uh, based on the heart rate zones. And I want to see how that mm-hmm. how that goes. Because up to this point, um, I have pushed myself to the point where, okay, mm-hmm. well, you know what? Uh, this feels good. I, my moderate it feels like it's uh, it's fine. So challenging, well, that feels like moderate. So I'm going to push it a little bit more. And I always finish the ride and I feel okay afterwards. But I want to see what, what this um, riding in the actual zones is going to be like. So I'm curious to see mm-hmm. how that goes. The, the best part about the heart rate zone training, there's no manipulating it. 
Like, right. You can manipulate. You can it. manipulate your output. You can't sure. manipulate your heart rate. You just can't. Yeah. So it, you're being true to yourself, and it, yeah. it's a real challenge to increase your resistance or your cadence, or stand up, and not have your heart rate spike. Like it, yeah. it, it's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite heart rate zone to train in? Oh, two. <laughs> really? It's totally. It's a day I, off. I can't I was gonna stay say, in two zone two. Seems so hard. It's like, do I pedal or not? Like, well, no, you have. So, my what's the secret? Well, no. Yeah. So, ego, actually, in my opinion, uh, that's what uh, I think it is. Because my flat road is anywhere twenty-two to twenty-four on a okay. on a normal ride. Beast. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, my name is not Stephen Clem. <laughs> okay not even close um but on the heart rate zone classes i'll be down to eighteen, seventeen to slow my heart rate down okay depending on how things are going and what they're calling yeah. for right and you know cranking it up to 32 trying to stay in heart rate zone too is not going to happen yet <laughs> right so right you this is what's worked for me is i just set the ego aside if i have to go down to 18 or 17 to get my heart rate to come back down then that's what i do and there's a reason i mean pro athletes and things do that they do these things people who who those crazy people in our community who do iron man and things they are trained by their coaches to do those sorts of rides and to do these sorts of tests because your body needs it to improve you're not going to improve keep doing the same thing over and over And and our community is great. It's awesome. I love the leaderboard. I'm competitive. So I chase output too. And I chase the people in front of me. Although Mm -hmm. I do swipe the leaderboard away. I don't look at it until the end. Good. But um, your heart health is the most important thing. Right. Right. So regardless of anything else, if you're on the bike training, your heart rate and and measuring that and seeing how you're doing with that, it's the best possible outcome you can have. My opinion. Yeah, no, that's true. And I think a lot of us have found that, I've said this before so many times, Abe should cut this probably. Um, But you know, we, a lot of us came to like lose weight on the bike and instead we're finding like our lab values are down and our resting heart rate is a lot lower and, and we're just overall more healthy. Um. I don't know. Echelon got me to drink water. So that's, I'm just, that's my biggest testimony is I never drank water before, unless you count Dr. Pepper as water and iced tea. Um, and sweet. You Canadians quit sweetening my tea. I do not want sugar in my tea. I'm not eight years old. Um, but I, <laughs> that's my biggest complaint with Canada. Okay. <laughs> But, no. um, what about the snow? Yeah. <laughs> no, I like snow. I'm happy to move there. But other people have just put their foot down and said, no, we're not moving anywhere that has that much snow. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. We haven't gotten a lot of snow lately. I don't know about, I about s- where you are, Colm, but uh, in where I am, we it was a fairly mild winter in terms of snow, I thought. I'm 
sorry, but my boyfriend had to drive to Florida because all the airports closed because of your big snowstorm on, around Christmas. Oh, so okay. One day. I, one day. It was one, one day. very That's important day for me. Mary, that, there were that times was a bad the, storming. Bad storm. That was sorry. a bad storm. Yeah. yeah. There, there, there was in 1978 or 79, we had a pretty big storm. A oh huge storm. Okay, like Grandpa, the snow, tell us what was it the like? The snow was like up to your to your chin. <laughs> the snow banks. It was nuts. We had to walk to school barefoot, <laughs> uphill both ways. On the podcast. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> of course, you did. Jeez. If there's a snowstorm, someone walked to school in it. <laughs> yeah, barefoot, yeah. uphill both ways. <laughs> Did you did you take the the maple syrup and put it in the snow and make the candy? Did you boil it on the stove and then take it no. out and make maple syrup candy? No. 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 Well, okay, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, so where can people find you? <laughs> do you want them to find you now? <laughs> well, I mean, do they want to find him? He's got an axe. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an axe. But he can't get you. I so I listen to your podcast on um, Spotify, so I know it's there. Um, mentally strong. Yeah. It, right. So it, it's on Spotify. I'm still waiting for Apple approval and iHeart approval. Takes a while. Yeah. So yeah. And so it will be there eventually. Maybe, and people, maybe we'll if see. they wait for Apple, they might have like four or five to like listen to in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's another episode next week. I'm, I actually, I'm super grateful how things have gone so far and and i I think because of the reason i'm doing it and that people have been super helpful in terms of suggesting guests and the people i speak to are super happy to come on uh abe you've been great um sheldon gave me an hour of his time to help me out because i'm not super technologically strong on this whole thing mentally strong but technologically strong no um there you go. So it's it's been really incredible that way, and I I can't say enough about the Echelon community, but local friends, everyone's been awesome, and uh, like some of the guests that are coming up are super amazing. Uh, one lady who in 2020 decided she wanted to be a bodybuilder. She has MS and three children. Like who does that? Wow! Ooh. Right? Yeah, that's like, awesome. <laughs> like who does that? That's <laughs> awesome. fascinating. Well, it's so. it's funny because Spindiva actually messaged me and said, you have to have him on. And I was like, he's already on our list. Like, we had already <laughs> talked to you. But you. You have been on the list. We have a and list. There is a list. And people no, I, are on it. I, I, <laughs> a, I'm grateful to be on. I, I didn't expect it, but I, I said yes pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> right? Good. It's... Um, I just met the crew in Nova Scotia. And yeah, I was gonna. That, I was gonna mention that. Yeah, so, part of the A team, right? Or yeah. is it just the Nova? Yeah, okay. And I had met Nigel before when he stopped in going through for, on his train track. And again, it's like regular name and then bike name. I'm like, oh, that's who you are. <laughs> right. And it's just again, awesome people sitting at a table. <laughs> I've cycled with most of them. 
no, I, it just, it was so easy and so fun. And do you not, feel like you've known them for years? Well, not this group. Okay. No. Right. Um, when Spin Diva came on the podcast, that was mind blowing. I was like, Hey, best friend from high school that I <laughs> just met six months ago on a bike. And I don't know who you are. Right. Talking to her, her energy level is through the roof. She was so cute. She's like, I don't want to be too loud. I'm like, be loud. Take up space. <laughs> like, that's what I love about you. And also, it just it's like she's instant family. Instant yeah. best friend, instant family, and uh, not a fake thing. And yeah. that's what I love. So many genuine people. Our instructors are genuine. I mean, I can't get over it because it doesn't seem like it should be possible. And even coming on here after two minutes, it's mm-hmm. I feel like I've known you guys for a while. So it's well, that's what we chatted for like fifty minutes before the the podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> and Mayor has been stalking you. So yeah, exactly. No, it, it's it's pretty cool, and I don't know how anyone could understand it unless you're in it. So I get yeah. that, and that was yeah. how the podcast idea came up with me. Is I was listening to a podcast. Amy Porterfield, she's talking about how to quit your day job. And if you're, she goes, if you're talking about something all the time, that's annoying your friends, that's something you should be podcasting about. So right. I was like, yeah, Harry Potter. It is. We're switching. I annoy the hell out of everyone with the bike. (laughs) No, no Harry Potter mare. Okay. I do love Ashlyn. I, I, I might even. What do you like more, Echelon or Harry Potter? I was going to say, I think I might like Echelon more than Harry Potter, but don't. don't You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if I had to give up one or the other, I'm not giving up Echelon. Sorry, y'all are stuck with me. There you go. There you go. (laughs) So, Mentally Strong is the name of the podcast. What's the Mm -hmm. name of the blog? I have no idea because I just do that for fun. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I'm not, no honestly it, 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 it's and like I, I should know because i was just looking at it it's like a public day. journal if i have something i just need to get out of my system i'll go on and start typing it, it, I, yeah right you had you had put a link to it somewhere and so i followed the link so yeah um, there's been a couple WordPress, though isn't it yeah there's been a couple where i, I like what i wrote so i put it on facebook mm. but it's <laughs> It's a thing, but it's not a thing. <laughs> what, was that what you discovered in his home office in the top drawer of his desk, Mayor? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. That's for blackmail right. later. <laughs> I hope you didn't see the other thing. Oh, I saw it all. I saw it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, what are your socials so that people right. can uh, track uh... you down? Instagram is column underscore psychopath. You can find Cycle path, not psychopath, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because when I hear psychopath now, I turn. <laughs> I'm not well, I'm and- not kidding. I turn. It's like what? <laughs> and I feel weird because I'm constantly talking to people about like, oh, you know monkey's uncle and i did this or you know i met all in lens and people are like those aren't real people like you've just made them up and i'm like well if i say Lindsay, then inevitably someone from echelon's like which Lindsay?" and i'm like all in lens so you know i guess we only have one abe so i think so. monkey's uncle is just so funny that we know of. 
yeah it, it's it's so funny how you get used to it and mm-hmm. vanden gave me a shout out with my real name on a ride oh like, yeah that's freaky skip the nickname mm-hmm. and then i forget someone i was riding with i sent a message afterwards I'm like did he shout me out by my real name or <laughs> like i'm confused <laughs> Yeah. Vanden was really good at that. He he got to know you on a personal level as well, and he was able to make that connection. So that was awesome. Yeah, I had a I had a few offline conversations with him. He's an awesome human being. So yeah, yeah, yeah he really I, is. I got to I, meet I, him last year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. did I. I. And I ran up, and I I gave him a hug, and he hugged me back, and I was like. <gasps> I should have asked permission. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, it's good. It's good. But I forget that. Like being from Oklahoma, like I am, I am like, I will bum rush you and hug you and then be like, oh, consent. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, some, some New Englanders are like, what are you in my space for? You know, but n- no one's decked me yet. We're okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Did you, did you hug me when you, when you Oh my God. Show? Like three times. Okay. Yeah, I honestly, like I couldn't honestly, stop. That night is a blur to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember like, it. I saw you coming, and I was just like watching because like you had to stop and talk to like your sister or whatever. Like you don't see her all the time, <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> and other people came there to support you, and I was just like waiting, waiting, waiting. And then you got there, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah. And then I I did it like three more times because I just couldn't believe it was real. It was it was very weird. But nice. The stalker saying that this was weird. Yeah, well, it's weird that I actually let people see me when I'm stalking them. <laughs> All right, th- so this is going way off the rails. Here. We have a new yes. nickname under the leaderboard: the hugging stalker. The hugging there stalker. You go. <laughs> yep. Started off as the murder hornet, went to Wonder Willis, and now will be uh, the hugging stalker. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, um, Colm, we like to uh, finish off with a little game we play called Three Questions. So I've got three envelopes in front of me, uh, numbered one, two, and three. I just need you to pick one. One. Easy enough. Let's tear into the envelope. All right. If you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Did that scare you? Did the, the, the little, little ski theme scare <laughs> And And why are two of them Abe and I? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Got it. All right. Go ahead. Uh, my grandmother would be the first one. That was easy. Oh. Yeah. Um, very easy. Uh, Steve Eiserman would be the second. Hockey player? Look, Mayor, I sportsed it again. Okay, because I was like, I don't know. Who was that? Canadian hockey player in Detroit. Or was in Detroit, now retired. Um, Just the way he carries himself and has carried himself and I've been watching him forever. I just, I would love that conversation. You should reach out to him and have him on your podcast. Yeah. You never know. No, you don't. Yeah. 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 I mean, worst thing that could happen is he'd say no. If I could get to him, yes. 
<laughs> the challenge. That's what Instagram's the for. The challenge would be getting to him. I was gonna say the Twitter, Abe. I don't. I don't know the Instagram. The is. I don't know. Is is Twitter still a thing? Twitter still a thing. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Instagram surpassed Twitter. Oh. What about TikTok? <laughs> yeah, yeah, TikTok. TikTok. Oh, you don't see, do the TikTok. <laughs> I don't do the TikTok. No. No. Actually, we only got two. We need who's the third? We need a third. Bouncing back and forth. Barack Obama. Oh, okay. That would be interesting choices. I I, I heard him speak in 2019, mm-hmm. and I could have listened to him speak for days. Like just yeah, such a great speaker and intelligent, and he's so easy to talk to. And yeah. Um, and to hear the story it'd be amazing so yeah absolutely that would be a fun dinner that would be, dinner. be like are, are we invited related to us? Like, who, are these well, your since, friends from high school what's going on since you guys asked the question you can just change the question to five and you're good right you would, you you would have been the yeah. next two. Oh, of course oh, I mean. <laughs> and if you'll buy that Meredith has got some swampland in Florida she can sell you. No, there is. Okay, no. that There is no? swampland in Florida. So you need oceanfront property in Arizona because there's not okay. that. It, right. That was your gotcha. Buble Canadian thing. I was going to say, you can <laughs> We're even. input a song here, but I can't remember the, yes. the song. So. Uh, something by George Strait. My friend just saw George I'm- in Seattle. Oh wow! Like two oh, nights, two nights ago. Totally, awesome. that's my right turn for the day. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this this particular episode has had a few of those. I know, but it's been fun. I it's like been a blast. Chasing rabbits. Yeah. We've yeah, we've taken some turns on. down the cycle path. So it's a... yes. Oh, very clever. <laughs> very well played, sir. <laughs> I had to get one. Well, <laughs> Yeah. Very well played. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed this as much as we have. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Super Excellent But Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Well, that was certainly a great interview with Colm. What do you think, Abe? I don't think I've laughed as much chatting with anyone as i have in the last hour or so like that was yeah. just so much fun um is that you're not an axe murderer right <laughs> <laughs> no no um yeah oh, my, oh goodness. my goodness that that should be a standard when you're going to meet up with someone from echelon um you should ask them if they're an axe murderer because you know, in our echelon oath, we cannot lie to each other. So they have yes. to, they have to tell you. It's like, yeah. it's like an undercover cop. If you ask them straight out, they have to tell they you. To I've tell seen you. it in a movie once. <laughs> I'm certain it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that I have a lot of experience with undercover cops. I was just going to say, so uh, tell us about the, about your experiences <laughs> with undercover cops, Mayor. What, uh, what's going on here? 
Oh my goodness. No, I'm, I'm, I think I was somebody really bad in a former life because I'm a little scared. Like I always think they're after me for something. And when I got pulled over and my tag was expired, then I, I've never had a fear of cops and, and a state trooper pulled out behind me after that. And I thought, do I try to get off at the next exit? And then I'm like, Meredith, that would be running from the law. Like, don't. No, you do not. You let them pull you over and you let them pull you over again and again and again until you get your tag fixed. By the way, my tag is fixed. So, yeah. What what exactly is a tag for us Canadians who don't know what that is? Uh, So it's the yearly, like, registration of your vehicle. And so mine was saying it expired in 2022, October 2022. Mm, That's uh, a little ways away there. June 2023. (laughs) Yeah. So I was just didn't notice that, or I was very lucky to not get a ticket. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also very lucky that my driver's license that expired in March, I finally got redone in end of April. So that was at least, you know, if I'd have handed him an expired license too, he'd probably just hauled me off to the hokey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I got offered bail money, um, except for from you, but yeah. (laughs) But back to Colin. Um, yeah, and his he keeps putting out you guys gotta check out his um podcast on Spotify because it it is really good. Um mentally strong. Mentally strong. Um yeah. he's got a, a two-parter right out on nutrition and just some different steps you can take. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, small steps, nothing drastic. But you know, he he puts in his time researching and listening to people. He's not just gonna give you information just that feels good or mm-hmm. or that he read on a, a tiktok or something you don't really read a tiktok do you <laughs> <laughs> i mean lord well anyway. i mean i suppose if, if if you know you couldn't hear you you could read the subtitles on tiktok well sometimes people do put little little words on their yeah. tiktoks but so uh, you can kind of read them i'm, I'm yeah. trying here i'm trying Mary. you're trying so hard i appreciate the effort especially after I've just you're trying you as well at times but you know <laughs> So many people have said that. I do not I'm know what shocked. they mean. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And the laughs just keep on coming. Exactly. It's, and you're I, you're drinking I, that stolen coffee. I'm drinking my stolen coffee, wondering why I'm scared of cops. <laughs> if we have any listeners, is it okay if I call you cops? Is that I never, I don't know what the language is. is it, do I call you officers? Um, let, let me know and let me know if I'm on any list or there's a warrant out because I'm not sure. <laughs> I something. I'm like, maybe I was like Bonnie of Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. Yeah. That was, that so. was random. <laughs> well, I was somebody bad and surely I was famous. Surely I was surely. good at being bad for a little while till I got caught. Surely. Yeah. And don't call me Shirley. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm surprised oh you, didn't, uh, you didn't get that in there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's mm. a great movie. That's a great movie. Yes. Um, yeah, that's so random because I was watching The Outlaws on Netflix and the mom, I was like, hey, that's the flight attendant from Airplane. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, does anyone else know that reference even? Like, oh, my goodness. 
Yeah, I, a lot of my students have not heard of the movie, have not seen the movie. So You should show I'm, it I'm, in class. I mean, surely well, I, that could somehow go along with your... Don't call talk. me Shirley. Uh, <laughs> but the the issue is that there's actually um, some nudity in the movie. <sighs> there's also a little bit of violence. Remember when they all line up to like hit yeah. the hysterical person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the, someone's got a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that some of those movies would There's a blow up doll too. Be, yes, the autopilot. <laughs> Man, I think it's time for a rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> but we enjoyed we enjoyed Column and taking the time to talk to us especially about baseball cuz I know that's your favorite subject. Um but yeah, just that about and Harry Potter. <laughs> his i mean his journey his willingness to share his Mm -hmm. ms story and journey that's that's tough to deal with and i mean i think he's dealing with it in the best possible way not that it's for me or anyone else to determine how people handle um a diagnosis but and he just has such a positive outlook yeah you know well and i'm gonna do what i can do you know he's not just gonna i mean you can be sad about it. You can be mad about it. All those feelings are valid and you can still have those from time to time, but he's actually trying to do something constructive. And, and he's a beast on the bike. Yes. You <laughs> he's know? a beast on the bike. Which is awesome. <laughs> I was going to start rapping there that he's like a beast on the bike and a beast on the mic. And then oh, I thought. Oh, please don't do that. Please yeah, don't do that's... that. No, just stop. <laughs> Wait, can I mute you? I, yeah, you can mute, mute me. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> oh, no, it's staying in. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. You don't follow orders. You take off on vacation without asking. You didn't get that PTO approved. And then I take off on vacation again. I know. Yeah. Are you going to tell us where you're going next time or are you going to wait till you get back? Uh, yeah, I don't mind. Uh, we're starting uh, the drive down to Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 24-hour drive, so we split it up into two. Um I'm not sure where we're staying on the way down, but on the way back, we're staying in um, a little place. I think you may have heard of it. It's called, mm. um, it's in Tennessee. Mm. It's called Chattanooga, I think. Mm. Something, Never yeah. heard of it. No, yeah, sounds yeah. horrible. It sounds awful. <laughs> I'm going to spend about five days there, which is going to be nice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just did that and I'm still jealous. It, there's a, it's almost like when you've been once, mm-hmm. there's that calling. It's like getting a tattoo. You know, I, I, I don't <laughs> I don't agree with that. It is, though. It is. Do you have a tattoo? I know. I, I do. Well, yeah, I'm oh. monkeys. Oh, yeah, you're monkeys. Yeah. Is yeah. it just the one? Just the one. And you haven't been back to get more? Like, no. You haven't felt... Well, that's not true. I initially had the two monkeys, and then that's when the right. third one came along, I had to add to it. But that was the only reason why I went back. I don't have the tattoo bug that, you know, a, a lot of people say that once you've gotten one, you, you, you can't wait to go back and get... Yeah. Yeah, I have no desire to get another one. Um, not because it was a horrible experience. I just don't for me it, it I, I always wanted one mm-hmm. and it needed to really be something meaningful mm-hmm. and so something else meaningful has to happen like super meaningful has to happen in order for me to get it to gotcha get meanwhile uh a couple of echelon buddies and i um have plans for tattoos well two of us are getting tattoos in september oh, yeah. so. matching 
No. Well, oh. in a way, Maybe. one she got one, and I was like, I like that. Uh, I kind of want to copy it. And she's like, hey, you're coming here. Let's um, see if my lady can do it. And then, boom, I have an appointment. <laughs> and okay. then I'm like, well, I kind of also want to do this. And she's like, well, and I want to do this. And so, yeah. It's a picture of me, isn't it? It is. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> it's a picture of, of the logo with yeah. your head yeah. superimposed on the cartoon Perfect. body. With I, the love I, I love it. I love it. Maple syrup. And that's going on, on your left bicep, right? But <laughs> you said bicep. I heard that left butt and I was like, where are we going? <laughs> this is a family show, Meredith. Left bum cheek? Uh, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, it's going on my right bicep and it's not your face. Oh. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. So there's still hope. There's still hope. <laughs> Oh, this has gotten derailed. Um, so besides the fact that you're going to Echelon, do you have any other Echelon news? Um, You've been you know away. What? I've been away other than, you know, meeting up with Susanna in the UK. Uh, and Which is huge. Toby. Um, yeah. I don't really have any other Echelon news because I, I actually took a break from Facebook. Wow. And I posted stuff on Instagram and I... I push the little button that allows you to post yeah. into Facebook as well, which is, uh, that, that was the extent of my, uh, Facebook activity while I was away. Not so because I couldn't, I just didn't yeah. want to. <laughs> you just actually were paying attention to life and enjoying it as yeah. it came. Wow. Yeah. That's rare. What are you? I in? know. What are you? A novel idea. <laughs> what are you? What a, a novel boomer? idea. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually I am, but you yeah. know. <laughs> that's pretty accurate but yeah well while you were gone the tour de echelon finished up yes but today i did jama's ride um the oh the fems the fems yes yes and she is so good at that i think she did it last year because that's when they started doing it again i think Mm -hmm. i don't know that she did it the year before because i'm not sure they were doing it but anyway she's just brilliant at that um and it was it was really good, um, and then the strong and flexi sisters group is trying to kill me because I'm on my team, the Wonder Women, and they have like 20 optional workouts this month, okay. which they normally will have like five or ten bonus chances, okay. and they're doing like 20 in July, and I'm like, I just I can't keep up, but that's okay. They're <laughs> optional; you don't have to, but. Um, and then, oh, this was the most exciting thing. I was listening to one of my murder podcasts. Yes. Wine and crime. Three friends okay. drink wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. It's brilliant. Okay. They did a commercial for Echelon. Really? Yes. And I say this because I've heard P brand on other podcasts. In mm -hmm. fact, one podcast host that I really like loves her pee bike mm. and you know i'm kind of sitting there going God, i really like you and your podcast but man <laughs> get an echelon um so this was really exciting to me and it talked about all the classes we have each month and all the modalities of equipment and i was just like i got so excited like i had to text a bunch of people and be like i just heard a echelon commercial on my murder show so did you reach out to the podcasters not yet, um, but I kind of thought about it. I kind of thought about saying. I think you should. Yeah. yeah. You should say, hey, I, I have a podcast about 
echelon. <laughs> I have a podcast about the bike that goes nowhere. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a, a non-sponsored echelon podcast. Totally. But we don't use the name totally echelon because we don't want to be told what to do. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're just doing it out of the goodness of our hearts. Absolutely. But anyway, I was super excited about that. Um, so I will reach out to them. And then I have some fun um, leaderboard names. Ooh, let's have them. Okay. Weakest Link. Ooh. <laughs> From the like game? the game show. <laughs> yeah. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. I feel like that should be my name in my strong and flexi group because it's like, <laughs> I am the weakest link. Um, I used to love Anne. Anne, yes. what was her name? Brown? Roberts? Mm. Something. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But Robinson? she was so. I think it was Robinson. I think yeah. it was Robinson. She was so good at that. Yeah. You are yeah. the weakest link. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Um, chocolate cake. I mm. mean, you know, I love food names. So chocolate cake. Yeah. And then yeah. I saw Toronto in the house. Toronto in the house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, so that's that's what I've got. And then I've been trying to keep up with the shout outs. So shall I start us off? Sure. Sure. <laughs> you have to think about that. Were you looking <laughs> well, to see like I mean, who has the most? Well, hang on. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, They're pretty. Yeah, you can start. <laughs> okay, I can start. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at the 500 bunch there. Gotcha. And, uh... <laughs> um... And, and Abe's not wimping out. He's just had a cold. And I didn't uh, hex him, even though I might have suggested I did. Uh, 100 <laughs> Rides. Britt Mack, Jess Bradbury, and Dave Stewart. Alrighty. And 200 Rides. JW, Miko, or Miko, and Missy Mama. 300 Rides. Mick Johnson, Vaggie Doc, Carrie Wood, and Jono Niblock. 300 bit pass. That's a fun name, Jono Niblock. Yeah. <laughs> At 400 rides, Meg Smrisky, uh, Bill Baker, and at 400 workouts, Kelly Cole. All right, 500 rides, Becky84, Cecilia Raven, a Raven, Knit and Spin, Mr. Pancake, everybody's favorite, Bike More, Stress Less. And nice. at 500 Fit Pass, Amy Baldwin Littman. I thought of Mr. Pancake while I was on my cruise when I enjoyed a pancake for breakfast. Oh. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's true. It's I said, true. hey, I'm having a pancake. I wonder how Mr. Pancake's doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At 600 Rides, Manuel Gonzalez. Congratulations on 600 Rides. 700 Workouts, Brito Bomb. And at 750 rides and 1,500 workouts is Maya Henneberry. And at 750 rides, Jason Weeks and Rides for Health. And everybody's other favorite, Lacey Lou and Brookie Cookie and McSweaty, all at 800 rides. That's a good group there. That is a good group. At 1,000 rides, Jeff Philbeck. Uh, is it Kewi? Kewi. Kewi. Kiwi? Mm -hmm. K-E-W-I? Mm -hmm. Kiwi, all right. Um, Jamie Sherman's Lock and Rachel Hill. 
um, Jamie and Rachel had 1,000 workouts. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Jukebox Generation, 1,100. Mike M, 1,100 workouts and 850 rides. And if everyone Mike will M. recall. I, I was just going to say, don't you mean my mule? <laughs> Monkey's <laughs> uncle's mule. <laughs> Love you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, at 1,300 Fit Pass is Savage Mama. She's killing it. Uh, Dave yeah. Miller, 1,400 rides. El Padre, congratulations. Yes. 1500 workouts my friend Cami Lu Hu who is another endurance uh, um, junkie I guess for the yeah. lack of a better term uh, and at 1500 workouts also Pamela Hughes yes uh, 1600th ride for our friend Island Girl and Mama Llama 1600 workouts and 300 fitness nice Jason Weeks is at 1900 Yes. That's total workouts, I believe. Yes, I think so. Um, And then Tech Boss Babe is at 2,000. And Hope is at 3,000 workouts. Yeah. And then do you want to say this one since she's part of your your crew? You bet I do. Okay. Um, Tracy, (laughs) Little Tank. This, I'm looking at this. Yeah. I'm, 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 I've. Gobsmacked. Yeah. yeah. Gobsmacked. There you go. And and uh, as they say in in uh, England, chuffed. Chuffed. I'm chuffed over this. Yes. Four thousand workouts and fourteen hundred rides. Four thousand workouts. Little tank. And can I tell you, like I witnessed that because she's in strong and flexy, and she is, I think every time one of the top ten for the month of all the people yeah. who do it, who've done like the most, racked up the most points for workouts and stuff. She's and I mean, amazing. it shows, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's amazing. amazing. And her sister, uh, <laughs> Nanny D, Darlene, yeah. I think she's yeah. Nanny D on the leaderboard. She's she's fantastic as well. Yeah, both really yeah. positive. Oh, I see a potato. You see a potato? <laughs> I see oh. a potato. <laughs> in my, there's a potato in my pillows. <laughs> Look at Bunny. I tell you, I get those pillows all lined up so pretty. And then Bunny gets up there like it's a little princess bed. And it's like, oh, look, Mummy's got the pillows ready for me. Yeah. Oh, um, but she's moving it. See, she's just grabbed it in her mouth yeah, and moved it. Yeah. And then the other one is in the floor and the dog bed snoring this whole time mm-hmm. we've been recording snoring. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, what else is a dog going to do? Potato spotting. <laughs> Okay, she's so cute. Look at her. You're looking right at the camera there for a second. All right. right. So it's time now for our expert segment. And um, our question today is coming from Ginger Snap. And uh, Ginger Snap asks, I know her. Do you? (laughs) Sorry, just got a little elf there. I know her. The question is, what do you do to get out of a funk with exercising or eating? Uh, like, what do you do to help keep on track, especially when you just have an off day? So let's throw it to Eden and Jema. Hey guys, it's Eden and Jema back with you with what would Eden and Jema do? <laughs> I'm loving these uh, topics here, Jema. Me too. <laughs> um, so, you know, this question is is so valid um, and warranted because you know what? We're human. I mean, yeah, we get in funks. 
uh, we get off on our exercise and our eating um, and, and we're human and we know that motivation is fleeting, right? Um, and discipline is really where um, consistency comes into play where, you know, you need to just put in the work when you don't feel like it. Um, when I'm having an off day on eating, um, I recognize it, I reel it in and, you know, and, and I tell my clients this all the time, like it, it's going to happen. Um, and so you just treat it like a broken plate. Yeah, it stinks. You broke a plate, but try not to break like the entire cupboard. Like it sucks cleaning it up, but you know, clean it up and, and move on. I think the bigger thing is how do you respond to those off days? You know, look at it as an opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to turn this ship around. Um, versus that will begin kind of like a downward spiral or like an avalanche. So it's more of like how you respond to that. And, and maybe also just kind of like recognizing what the triggers are too, you know? Um, but if it's just like a simple, like you're off eating one day because you've been crazy busy running around, you know, <laughs> on vacation, I know, or <laughs> vacation. Yeah. Um, then you just recognize that and, and give yourself grace and, and, you know, just kind of, it's okay. You know, right. it's more of like how I feel like how you respond to that um, sure. without a doubt. So and um, when it comes to having an off day with exercise, I know this may come as a surprise to you because I actually exercise for a living. Um, <laughs> I don't actually um, enjoy the idea of working out like I have to talk myself into it almost every day. Like I know once I do it, I'll feel better, but you should see me when I'm leaving the house, like to come teach a class, like I'm kind of a sad sack. Um, but it really is a couple of things. One, like you said, it's, it's discipline. Mm -hmm. Like I've made it a habit. Um, I'm accountable. I have to show up to work. Right. Um, and so there's the discipline factor. I have to do it. Um, and then I always like when it comes to my personal workouts, if I'm not feeling it, I just say, you know what, I'm going to take a walk. And if that walk turns into a run, cool. Mm -hmm. And if not, at least I took a walk when it comes to the bike, like do a low impact class. Yeah. And if you stick with the low impact and that's all you did, awesome. At least you moved your body. And if you feel great, then go a little harder. Getting started is the hardest thing. I like to say that it's kind of like brushing your teeth. Like nobody really loves to brush your teeth, but we all do it at least mm -hmm. twice a day, right? It's just something that you know that you do for your health and you just, you just do it, you know? I agree. Yeah. And maybe eat one cookie and not the whole pan of cookies. <laughs> Is that one cookie equals one plate? Yeah, like the entire, entire cupboard. cupboard. Oh, that is <laughs> such great advice. All right, guys. Thanks so much for asking another question. We cannot wait to give you our brilliant advice again That's right. for the next one. Onward and <laughs> upward. Here we go. All right. So some great advice there from Jema and Eden for getting out of that funk. Um, I, it's, it's kind of hard when you go on vacation and then to yeah. get back into it. So yeah. I'm, you know, I've, I've been, I've been here, I've been at home since Thursday and we're mm -hmm. recording this on what day is today? Tuesday. Tuesday. So <laughs> I've, I've been home. I've been home for six days, five days, six days. Um, the time change is yeah. brutal. Uh, and then I've got this cold, so yep. I've I've not gone on the bike at all. And it's yeah. like oh, I want to go back on, but I just I don't have I don't have the the energy to do it right now. Yeah. Well, and you know, with a cold, you. 
probably shouldn't push it really. You should focus more on hydrating and and maybe do a little fit pass or just some walking to kind of get, um, although I think you guys are having hot temperatures there too. So walking outside is not going to be great, but you know, it's, yeah. 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 You know, yoga would be great for that. Hang upside down, do a headstand, Mm -hmm. get that drip going. Yeah. Door frame (laughs) yoga. No. (laughs) But uh, no, I know ginger snap. I mean, my goodness, had the kids and like, I think three of them are her and two of the kids have birthdays like all within seven days of each other, two weeks of each other or something. So that can really get you off track. And especially, you know, you have all those treats and things, the birthday cake and all that stuff. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's hard. I so like that birthday was a really cake. good question and good advice. Yeah. I really like birthday cake. Me too. <laughs> Me too. All right, Mayor. It is that time. Ooh. It is that time. Time to say goodbye. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? It surprises me every time. Does it? Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I may have a little too much fun with that one. Yeah, okay, so... It. So today, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's amazing where I find these. Um, did you know that if you yelled for eight years, seven months, and six days, you would have produced enough sound energy to heat one cup of coffee? Is that Canadian energy or American energy? Energy's energy. It's all in kilojoules, isn't it? <laughs> I did not know that. Um, is that is that something that has been proven in a lab, or is it just conjecture? Um, <laughs> Have you done this? Do you yourself? want to try it? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I suppose somebody would have to take a break to breathe. You would think so. And how? Like, I mean, I don't know how you would yell nonstop for eight years, seven months, and six days without losing your voice. Right. So maybe it's conjecture. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those theory things, but you know, mm-hmm. well, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> did you know <laughs> that the Big Ben is the nickname for the great bell of the great clock of Westminster? I did know that. Well, you did know it, but you after. Know it. Yeah, I didn't know before you my didn't. trip. I, I learned it after my trip. So the official name of the tower in which Big Ben is located was originally the Clock Tower, but it was renamed the Elizabeth Tower in 2012 to mark the Diamond Jubilee of Elizabeth II. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So we all learned something. Yeah. It's a good trivia question if you're ever on the It is, team. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, my friend. All right. Well, that does it for... Another episode. We hope you guys will come back and see us next time. On the super excellent, not too serious, Spike That Goes Nowhere podcast. We're just here to have some fun. Let our faces feel the morning sun. Gonna laugh and put on a smile. Come along and join us for a while. Well, it's pretty clear to me. Oh, we'll take itself to. Seriously, take a ride with hey, Ben. Ben Mare on a bike that goes nowhere.